Good morning, John. Good morning, Ray. And here we are for another episode of the Saturday morning sales meeting. Dude, have you not, not had your Red Bull today? Can you tell? <laughs> are we, is this NPR? No, and you know what? I mean... Uh, you, you do remember our intro music, right? Is this pumped yeah, up, jazzy, yeah. and then you're like... And it's Saturday yeah. morning sales meeting. Yeah, like I'm all jacked up. Is this constructive criticism, or am I just being a jerk? Uh, well, both. <laughs> I think you're constructively being a jerk. Okay. So, but, oh, you're, 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 you're joining us again for another episode of Saturday morning of sales Saturday meeting. Saturday morning sales meeting. See, you keep talking. Right when I get to Saturday morning, then you start saying something, and I never can get the full title out. All right, go. You've, you're joining us again for another Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray. Okay, now my turn. <laughs> Just can I at least get the name of the podcast out? You're joining us again for another Saturday morning Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray. <laughs> is that you real? That's how I sound to you. <laughs> is that is that what you hear when I talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I'm just trying to get the name of the damn show out. Thank you, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. And now, when, when I say meeting, you can say with John and Ray. Okay, let's try again. Ready to go. Right. <laughs> thank you for joining us again for another episode of Saturday Morning with Sales Meeting. With John and Ray. Oh, shit. I, I went too fast. I'm See? sorry. I'm sorry. I blew that. Oh, goodness. Yeah. This is good. This is a good so, start. So, yeah. so what Maybe are we talking I, about so today? What, what I want to talk about is, I, I think Red Bull should sponsor us. Oh, yeah? Right? Yeah. Are we extreme? Are we the extreme Saturday morning sales meeting now? Is it that Do we, we need to be? Is that the kind of stuff that I, Red Bull sponsors? You know what? If we throw extreme on there, will that... <laughs> Will that make a difference? Maybe, we'll maybe we can have a regular edition and an extreme edition. Yeah, we could like sponsor an X Games. We're skydiving right now. We're in the plane. Here we go. We're jumping out. Then we each have mics we're holding as we're falling. Hey, Ray, what are we talking about today? But now you don't die. So, uh, so, oh my gosh. We are here to talk about, uh, we are on to our next step of the road to the sale. This is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight part series. I think we've been calling it a seven part we series. We have. <laughs> I, well, the eighth one is kind of cheesy. The, the very last step, but I'll save it. All we right. won't talk about it until part eight. Maybe we can put bonus edition. Yeah, yeah. Part eight. Like the secret song on a, yeah. a DVD. Extreme or, uh, edition. Entry. Sponsored by Red Bull. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk about the test drive. And what we should hope to achieve and how we should do the test drive. Yeah, how we should conduct ourselves. I like the way you said it better. <laughs> First, uh, make sure you, know, you have deodorant on. You haven't been drinking. Yeah. Are those rules, we, should we start there? Right. I mean, who's our target audience here? Tiger shoes. When you finish, <laughs> oh I mean, how, how granular do we want to go? Right? Uh, you are ridiculous today. It's the lack of Red Bull. I'm trying to. <laughs> you're, like, you're like going from NPR to shock jock. I'm trying to to infuse my own. Adrenaline. Are you just trying to sabotage this podcast episode? Yep. Because are you pissed off at me right now? Are you? <laughs> Is this not the best time to 
take things out on you that I <laughs> secretly fine. am. Hey, it's fine, buddy. It's a it's a beautiful rainy day outside. It is on the banks it's of foggy. the Tennessee River. There's something nice about fog, though. Yeah, the I, cat I, is over here just snoozing away. I know. I wish you didn't have a cat, John. <laughs> I think that's why I'm angry. <laughs> that's the real issue going on here, John. Can you, you know, get rid of the cat? You, you know, know I have allergies. I bought that cat for a girlfriend after her dog died, and I didn't. I didn't like. Having a dog because you got to take it out, you know, every couple of hours so it could pee or poop. And then, you know, if you live in certain places, you have to pick it up. So the dog uh, or the poop, (laughs) both. Okay. So uh, yeah, I thought, well, I I want her to have an animal. You know, she likes having animals. I assume she'll like a cat, and it'll poop in a certain place. And And then we can clean that, you know, every few days. Right, but she's gone, and the cat's still here. (laughs) No. What happened? She, she left, and she's like, "No, no, I can, you can it's keep your damn cat. You can, you can keep the cat." <laughs> so now this has been like twelve years, and I didn't ever want a cat, but I've had this cat for twelve years. It's a cool little cat. And, and I thought at first I was like, "Well, cats maybe they live three, four, maybe five years." No, they live like twenty years. <laughs> so I'm only about halfway done here. <laughs> But you, you bonded with the cat. I mean, it scratched me this thing? morning. Oh, God. You really, I mean, you look like you it drew blood. A little bit. Well, I'm just getting old and my skin is oh, thin. You, <laughs> you ever you ever notice that older people get, you know, they can like brush up against a, yeah, a, that a seat cushion and all of a sudden they have a scratch in their arm? Right, but you don't have like that paper. <laughs> I can see I didn't, your blood flowing skin. I didn't think so, but. But apparently, but this cat, this cat's got an attitude. So I'm laying in bed, and it's trying to like climb up and lay on me, and I'm kind of shooing him away. Well, he just leans over and like scratches my arm. Like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> right. So I hit him with a pillow, and he went somewhere else. Yeah. So you won. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. What's the cat's name? Kitty. <laughs> You didn't even name him. No, I mean, the, the pet store named him, but I, I think they named him Alex. I didn't like that name, so I just called it, here, kitty. Come well, over here, kitty. Your food's ready, kitty. So your name is you Kitty. The cat's name is Kitty. Yeah, that was pretty creative. You spent a lot of time <laughs> I'm a, about Look, I'm a one, simple man, Ray. <laughs> spent a lot of time. What am I going to name this cat? Oh. How about Kitty? So, uh, so let's talk about the test drive. Test drive. All right, that's what this episode's about, anyways. It is. It's a. It's a very important element uh, step in the road to the sale. Uh, What do we say to people who I don't need to drive it? That's funny. Uh, Let's get to that because that is a very valid point. But let's, if we can, let's give an overview here. So, okay, uh, we go through the meet and greet, then we sit down, we do a needs assessment. You know, let's let's ask questions about what equipment and you know in this discovery uh, analysis a discovery discussion we will probably get an idea of the financial situation of the customer you know okay. are they upside down are they uh, you know looking in a certain range obviously i do not want to ask any of those questions but mm-hmm. we should have an idea so we go out on the lot and we don't just show one vehicle we're showing model up model down a, a used one a new one um with leather without leather that kind of stuff so we're probably going to look at six or seven vehicles hopefully well then we can narrow that down to you know i think maybe one or two maybe three that we can actually drive that's going to again funnel us down to landing on that singular vehicle that that customer is 
willing and able to take home today and, and do a deal on today. So, see, I, and I might suggest six or seven is too many to look at. Yeah. Well, okay. Because to me, in my way of thinking, I, you know, I think when you start looking at too many, if you've done a good job of mm -hmm. your needs assessment, you're kind of confusing the customer. They, all yeah. of a sudden, now there's just too many things for them well, to be considering. And if we can really get them on, I'd say yeah. three. Well, I can see your point. I'm not saying we butterfly seven vehicles and right. go out there. I'm saying that as we're walking, you know, we're, hell, we're walking past 60 cars, you right. know, to get to the one they're looking at. Uh, you know, we, let's mention, oh, I know we're look, going to look at this uh, King Ranch F-150. I've got an XLT over there. Just, yeah. You know, just came in today. That's a pretty cool car. It's, it's probably $10,000 less, which is like, you know, $200 a month. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, so you're kind of planting that seed that, you know, if, if I'm looking at the $50,000 car, wow, you know, there's one over there that's a couple hundred dollars less a month. Right. Now, we, obviously, this is all joined together. We get to the write-up, and they're going, what about that one that was $200 less a month? Right. So, yeah, I agree with you. We don't have to butterfly and present, you know, do a full presentation on six or seven vehicles. Yeah. Um, and, so, and obviously, it's going to come down to the type of customer you have. If you have somebody who's on the lot who's really was unsure of what they were looking at when they showed up, right? Yeah, I just know I, you know, we're we're in the market for for a replacement SUV. vehicle, right? But you know, what do you have, right? What options do I have? Right. Well, that that person you may need to help look at actual vehicles in order to to narrow them down. Yeah. Uh, but somebody who's you know, done a little more research with me, think is more common today than it was even 10 years ago, that they've considered what their options are way before they ever showed up at the dealership, I think then then the number that we would actually show would be reduced. Would yeah, and, and obviously, you know, we're moving more and more towards uh, a customer being more and more sure of what they are coming in to look at. Right. Now, a caveat on that is, you know, I don't think that... Well, well, if you asked most customers, did they want to look at several vehicles today? They're going to say no. I've already looked at your inventory online. As a matter of fact, I've looked at you know, ten dealers. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah within five hundred miles. I came here to see that vehicle because it's the specific one I want. Now, don't jerk me around. Just show me the car and get me figures on that car. Right. Well, you know, they may not know that we got a trade in that's the same vehicle, but it's a year old and ten thousand dollars less. Right. They may not know that we have, uh, you know, just starting this morning, we have extra rebates on brand new ones. Right. Uh, you know, so they may not know that there's a fifteen hundred dollars spiff on this one that's <laughs> nothing like anything that they intended to get. But hey, you're going to get paid if they sell it. I take the Babe Ruth Babe Ruth approach, and that's swing at everything, brother. <laughs> I mean. If they're coming in to look at a dually uh, Silverado, I'm going to show them the Camaro. I'm going to show them the Camaro that's been here for 217 days that has a thousand dollar mini on it. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. Yeah, we can put a uh, hitch on that thing. Yeah, we're, I think we're doing another present, another podcast on presentation. Are we? All right, so let, let's right, get so to yeah, the demonstration we're, we're, drive. Yeah, let's let's reset <laughs> here. So we're we're talking about the the demonstration drive. And the question I brought up to you was, 
somebody says, yeah, I don't need to drive it. Hey, no problem. I'll drive. Sit down. <laughs> I've literally done that before. I have no doubt. I, I have been in vehicles where, you know, the people say, I don't need to drive it. I just want figures. And I say, well, no problem. But before, you know, I work up any figures, I just want to make sure that you're not going to leave here. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, call me and say, oh, it's got a knock in the engine. Right. So if you don't mind, I've got to drive it anyway. Do you want to ride with me? <laughs> So I, I drive down the road and literally, you know, I get a mile or two down the road and I'm, you know, show, let, letting them enjoy the radio and just looking around the interior, you know, that kind of stuff. I might be bringing up some features and benefits. Well, then I'll pull over and say, hey, why don't you give it a swing? I mean, we got to get back somehow. <laughs> why don't you give it a shot? You want to walk or are you going to drive? <laughs> so I think that brings up a good point, though. Who drives first? Mm-hmm. I think it's always to our advantage for the salesperson to drive first because then they do have that opportunity to push play with some of the gadgets, yeah. push the buttons, look around the inside of it so they're not just completely focused on actually driving the vehicle. Right. Uh, the other thing I bring up to customers who say, uh, you know, I don't need to drive it. I say, you know, Mr. Customer, I completely understand that. However, you know, I wouldn't encourage you to buy a car that you haven't at least driven just because every vehicle drives a little bit different. And there may be, especially if you've not owned one or uh, one of this year model, mm-hmm. I wouldn't try to compare it to to something that you, well, I drove one, you know, a few years ago, or I used to own one or whatever. Well, you know, as we continually change these vehicles, as they increase, upgrade, provide different features, there may be an element of the way it drives that is different than what you're used to. Right, and especially, I mean, the technology obviously is upgraded every year, uh, and that doesn't just mean with the user interface, but also the technology of how the, you know, the whole computer system on board uh, works with the ABS system or the the, uh, all-wheel drive system, that kind of thing. Right. I mean, they're literally computers that are changing the, the driving patterns to meet the driver's type of driving there there are i mean i know of several sports uh several sports cars that you know they literally adapt to the way that the person drives right so if you're you know speed up to a red light and slam on the brakes the car drives differently than if you know your your grandma you're a 75 year old blue hair with the bifocals as big as coke glasses where's the beef yeah Okay. So, so let's just make sure we offend all the older crowd. Yeah, well, you know, which I'm, I'm getting closer and closer to those demographics every day. <laughs> right? Aren't we all, sir? Yeah, uh, hopefully. Uh, so, so we get past the, you know, I don't need to drive it, right, sir? I, I wouldn't expect you to purchase a vehicle, especially of this amount. Mm-hmm that you haven't at least driven down the street. Let's just take it for a ride, make sure that it is as you were expecting it to be. Um, Just see how it drives. Plus, it gives a great chance for you to see all of the components of the vehicle and see how they engage with the vehicle while it's actually being driven. Right. Fair enough. So they agree. (coughs) We get them in the car. Um, So you alluded to this already, but let's talk about the features and benefits element. Right. So, yeah, as we're driving, we want to, uh, I mean, I want some things, I want the customer to imagine that that this is their car, right? Mental ownership. Uh, I mean, this is crazy, but, you know, if you listen to the radio, what's your favorite radio station? Let me put that in number one. Yeah. Uh, 
can you can you feel the way that this hugs the corner? Can you feel that independent suspicion? You know that, that it's as we're going over this speed bump. You notice how you don't feel every wheel hitting the speed bump, right? Right. Um, we might talk about towing capacity, or you know. Uh, some of the specs of the vehicle you know if we're in a sports car i might talk about the acceleration do you hear that engine you hear that exhaust man this just sounds like a mustang doesn't it uh if we're in a truck you know i might talk about towing capacity or payload that kind of thing so again i'm not just rattling off stats i'm applying a feature of the vehicle that coincides with a benefit that they are looking to gain right so we go around the block and, and you know this is kind of funny but we've talked about uh, in a different training, what is your demonstration drive route? I think everybody should have a standard route. Absolutely. And I love it if it consists of mostly right turns. Yeah. And some highway, some off highway. Uh, I, I know when we worked at a Chrysler dealer, we kind of had at the very end of this road full of like 20 car dealers, at the very end there was an area where they were going to do construction and, and put in some more buildings. Well, for about a year, it was just an empty dirt lot. I would take Wrangler customers up there and say, let's put it in four-wheel drive and try it out. Absolutely. Why would you not? Yeah. Find a place where you can get actually on some dirt. It doesn't have to be extreme off-road where you're right. climbing boulders. At least have them go through the motions of putting it in four-wheel drive. See what that's like. And they feel like, oh, I actually drove it off-road. Yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely. But the, the standardization of that route... Uh, especially for female salespeople, um, you definitely want, if you're taking a person who you've never met other than on the lot for just a few mm -hmm. minutes and now you're going to be alone with them in the car, yeah. you want somebody at the dealership to know what exactly you where you're going to be going. So right. by chance, you know, something happens and you don't come back, they they know where you should be. And it's just a safety feature, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's important. I mean, we got to keep our people safe. So uh, there's well, that element that we want to find and, and incorporate some highway driving, some where we can get up to a higher speed, some regular stop and go driving, yeah. and have it be a, a consecutive path that's going to ultimately lead back to the dealership and be something simple. Yeah, to follow. Surface streets. I was trying to think of what we call that highway use and surface streets. Surface right? streets. Yeah. yeah. So so we're coming back. I always this was my favorite part of the test drive. All right. Is we're we're getting close to the dealer. Maybe we're a mile or a half a mile out. We're about to pull in. And um, I say, so what do you think? I mean, how's it driving? Well, obviously, it should be driving very, very well. Right. Uh, how, do, how does it feel? Is it comfortable? You like that? You like the way it sits? Uh, obviously, if it's a newer vehicle, it's probably going to sit better than their other one. Right. <laughs> you know, I've never asked a customer, how does it smell? But it probably smells <laughs> better than theirs. <laughs> With the French fries and the McDonald's hamburger under the seat back there in the right. car seat. Some of these things, you just can't find right. it. There must be food trapped somewhere in here. But so you're pulling in and you say, all right, well, if this is the one that, that you'd like to take home or that you want to look at uh, figures on, if this is the one that you want more information about, just pull it up front in the sold spot. And they like say, well, where, where's the sold spot? Oh, it's, I mean, between you and I, the sold spot is anywhere other than where it was when you <laughs> drove it off. Anywhere else is the sold spot. Right. But I would always just pick out one. Oh, it's that one right in front of us to the left right there. That's the sold spot. That trial close. Yeah. I like the... It, uh, and, and the beauty of it is you don't have to ask them. You just say, if this is the one you want to work numbers on, pull it up there in the sold spot. Right. 
Well, then you can tell by where they pull it. No, 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 yeah. They park anywhere but there. Right. <laughs> if they start going back to the row that we got it out of. Yeah, that's we a probably sign. ought to keep looking. Yeah. Okay, so this isn't really the line. <laughs> right, that's fine. So, what what else do we want to look at? Yeah. Um, I like the. Who's the first person you're going to show this to? Oh, I like mind. that one. Yeah, See, I've like never that. heard that one. Yes, you have. I don't think I have. Really? Who's the first person you're going to show it to? Yeah. No, so let me ask who 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 would be the first person you're going to show this to if you buy it? I like that a lot. Yeah, that mental ownership, right? Okay. So. Who's going to be most excited about your new car? Right? Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a great one in the write-up as well. So, all right, I've got the numbers. Let let me just ask you, before we even look at this, who's going to be most excited when you drive home in this new car? Right. Well, I am, John. <laughs> Great, sign Great. right here. Yeah, sign right here. So it really doesn't even matter what these figures are. Just sign right here. I'll get your car cleaned up. And one of the other things is I always try to find at least one, but preferably two, features that I think are especially cool about this vehicle. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I so I can get excited and say, as I'm in the passenger or in the driver's seat, either one, depending on what that feature is, say, you know what? One of the things I love about these is this. Let me show you right. something. Right? And just some feature on it where you can push the button. If it's noticeable, even great, even better. Not even great, but... If it's noticeable, even better. Yeah. But even if it's not, just the fact that you're excited about the fact that it has that capability Mm -hmm. should translate into some, at least, uh, excitement. Yeah. It goes back to that mirroring we've talked about. Right. So, all right. So, yeah. I mean, that's it. We pull into the the spot, and then from there on, we're talking about closing a deal, right? Right. Uh, One one last thing I may do once I get out is... Anything that had come up, you know, did they have questions about the wheels or any kind of system or storage space or anything? You know, I might one last time kind of pop open the doors or pop the trunk or pop the hood and say, this is what we were talking about, you know, while we were driving is this feature here. Right. Uh, and this is how, you know, it would benefit you. All right. Well, I think that's great. Uh, that music. What is that music all about? You you ask that every time, John. Oh, it's the same <laughs> song. Too. Eventually, you're going to figure out that that means that it's once again the end of one of our uh, illustrious podcasts. And today is Saturday, by the way, which is your favorite day. It's my favorite day of the year. Of the year. Right. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. We very much appreciate you listening, and we hope that you'll listen again. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great. <laughs>